Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Valerie Hayes and Katrina King. How can I not be charged when your spirit's in this place? How can I not be moved when you're when you're around me? Hey guys, welcome to Journey of a Misfit. This is Katrina and uh, we're missing Val. So I'm, I'm stuck in the studio with these six misfit boys. And it's quite an experience, I have to say. Home? So we have... Her? Home? Mm? Yeah. So What's we have, up, Katrina? Not much. That's Barry and Tim. Good morning. Randy. Hello. Mike Wilson. <laughs> Jeremy. And Jack. But Jack is usually crickets. He never speaks. I don't know how this show's going to go because I'm normally in here with Val and she leads the show. She's the anointed one. She's the voice of Warrington, right? Val, 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 we miss Val, you. Val. Val, hurry back. It's so interesting to, work. to dumb the show down a little bit, though. For yeah, me. you're right. Now, I recall no, you guys already did that. Last week, or you'll do that at the 10 o'clock show, I guess. <laughs> Last week, we were giving you guys trouble for all the emails you were getting. Yes. Well, one. <laughs> Help me. So... Actually, what we normally do is we talk about last week's word from recovery. And last week's word was strength. So I'm praying for strength to get through this next 30 minutes. <laughs> Help us, Jesus, right? Help us, Jesus. We're, yes, I got 28 minutes. <laughs> and so, we, and I won't be singing and, or playing the guitar like Val does. So we've, we've, well, you'll have a, a full 30 minutes of just talking. Fun stuff, talking about Jesus. What do you guys got? Anything good on strength? I think our strength is found mainly in Jesus, 100% in Jesus. When We're I am with, weak, he is strong. Yes. Yeah. Barry, what do you got? Well, I was thinking, you know, a lot of people concentrate on their physical strength. You know, you go by the gyms and they're always loaded. You know, everybody's like, yep. oh. As you, you, especially I mean, after January 1st. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> exercise equipment, goes, yeah. sales go through the roof and everything. A lot of people don't concentrate on their spiritual strength. So even though they are Christians, they're still wondering why they can't handle the issues in their life. Because it, for one, their faith's not that strong. You know, you say you have faith until a storm comes. Then a storm comes, you don't have anything to stand up against it. You have no strength to fight the fight. So I was thinking, you know, and that's one thing that we always encourage people is to read daily, pray daily, and to get in these groups to be in fellowship. You know, it's more than just going to church. It is. On, on your Sunday or Saturday night, whatever you do. There's more to it than that. A lot more to it. There's Jack so sitting in sitting in church, thinking that you're is the if making you is sitting in church making you a Christian is like sitting in your garage making you a car, right? So you gotta. There's a lot more to it than just hanging out at the church. You're, what happens if your church is your garage? Well, then I guess. <laughs> I guess that's okay too. Guess that's okay too. Actually, I was kind of hoping that Val would be here because there's a, a song that I absolutely love, and it's and I don't know. Our strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. And I was hoping she would do that one, but she did not feel good. Maybe Randy will come in wait and sing up it on the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait the, upon the Lord. Yeah. To the same melody that he sings every song. Yeah. You know, I think with, with strength in my own walk, a lot of times when I, in my mind, without even deliberately thinking about it, you, I think I'm strong in the Lord. I'm, I'm reading, I'm going to church. I'm not, not that I'm dwelling on, hey, I'm strong in the Lord, but and then it's like all of a sudden, you fall flat on your face, and and you realize you're where our strength comes from. Sometimes I think mm-hmm. God shows us you're really not very strong. We need <laughs> to lean peewee. on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and it's really that brokenness and and uh, the reality of just how messed up we are mm-hmm. that that pushes us back on our knees to the cross 
where we need to be and where our strength comes from in the first place. So. Well, and I think, too, the definition of what strength truly is. There's so many, the world has such a skewed view on what strength truly is, but is it, is it, uh, is the, is it being able to, you know, bench 100 pounds is it you know or whatever that's not strong strong, (laughs) (laughs) well if you're a girl if you're a girl right (laughs) but (laughs) but if you i mean if you or you know what what is what is the strength is that you know a lot of people think well i'm a you know strong personality is that strength but i think a lot of times it's what you don't say or what you don't do or what you you like the the meek shall what is it the meek or shall inherit yeah. the earth but the 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 people that the humility to me is an extreme strength i think being being humble and to know when i see p- humble people and know know that they're and it, and a lot of times too uh, humility is confused with weakness and it's not i think it's exact opposite but to know that there's a strong person that is that humble is is beautiful it's i think it's a beautiful picture of christ because he was such he was so humble but he was obviously extremely strength strengthful strong strong. strengthful is that even a word (laughs) that's a randy word that's a randyism i'm just making it up as i go so but that's what because obviously christ christ was strong extremely strong strengthful yeah But so so the what the different you know the different definitions I think are backward on what strength really is. That made me think about it. I watched a documentary years ago on the Navy SEALs, mm-hmm. and the guy was talking about the instructor. He said, "When you see these guys come in that look all built Super up with buff. muscles, he goes, yeah. they're, they're the first guys to fail." He goes, "It's usually the quiet ones with they're intelligent, they have religious convictions, and so forth. They're the ones that make it through." Uh, the training program hmm. and another thing he said if you see a guy in a bar bragging about being a navy seal you can bet that he's not right i've heard that before <laughs> i've heard that before same thing about guys that have been to war yeah if they're if they're bragging about what all they've done they probably haven't ever been to war there was times when i was a christian but i could have been found at the bar thank god for recovery Amen. yeah <laughs> all been there right yep Actually, it was it was funny because um, at the old strip mall one time, I had given my testimony on a Saturday night, and the following Monday, I worked from the church. I, I was, you know, because I work from home in my in my normal day job, I work from home, but I was able to work from the church. And the bar that was at the end of the strip mall was a like a bar and grill, and I had ordered a I had ordered a salad or something from and i went to go pick it up and i was standing of course standing at the bar with my elbows on the bar like this and there was a guy sitting across from me he goes hey weren't you at that church saturday night giving your <laughs> testimony i said yes i was i'm just here getting my lunch right. <laughs> had to clear had to clarify that oh I think who the, is it i think the guys locked randy out maintenance man's here yep did you bring some food cool hat oh hey guys how are you Except for your moped. Right. <laughs> well, I just went downstairs and uh, Mr. Danny Campbell Woo-hoo. had bought me this Harley Davidson hat. Wow. Nice. Wow. It's big as size. <laughs> it's a tall, tall man now. Is that a hat or a helmet? <laughs> it's on hair. Hey, for those of you that don't drive or ride Harleys, you would not understand. You would understand. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I have a nope. Schwinn. Okay. I have a Honda. <laughs> yeah, that was nice, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that's really cool. cool of him to do that. I saw it earlier. It's a really cool-looking hat. 
I tried to take it. He wouldn't let me. That's what he said. <laughs> so what are you guys discussing? Strength. <coughs> Strength. Katrina said you could not bench 100 pounds. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd heard that strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Actually, Could you sing that song for us? We were just talking <laughs> yeah, about that. Well, Randy probably knows it. the words of that song. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise. We said that you, we talked about that song, and I wish Val was here to sing it. And we said Randy could sing it, but it would be in, in the Faith Fest. Faith Fest. <laughs> hey, okay. It's a, good, it's a good little ditty, if you will. Jack's thinking about producing a greatest hits for me. And it's only in three chords. Right. K-Tel? Three chords, right. <laughs> you know, this could plummet Journey of a Misfit's ratings. Yes. Yes. I'm, we probably won't get any more emails. The roof. Well, the cool thing is, I learned from a friend of mine, never be too good at a job you don't want. So right. Val will never ask us again. Can you guys sit in for me on yeah. Journey of a Misfit? <laughs> True. I won't either. <laughs> Cat fight? That's Jeremy Wilson on the couch over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Randy, what are your thoughts on, One on strength? You are out of the room, so we'll see how close you come to what we said. Uh, well, Paul says when I'm weak, I'm strong. We know that. You know, that's – and I think it's cool. We were talking to somebody the other day, and it said the foolishness of God is wiser or gets stronger than the strength of any man, something along those lines. Hmm. But somebody said something the other day. We were talking – I know who it was. Somebody was witnessing to a Jewish person, and they said, as they talked about the cross, they were laughed at. Oh, it was Jack. Yeah, Osman. And I said, well, the foolishness is – the crosses foolishness to those, to those that are perishing. perishing. Is there anything you guys haven't said? <laughs> no, we didn't say that one. It's like being a recovery, isn't it? No, I said what I said was that it's the 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 definition of strength in the world's view, and in our view is totally different. Mm -hmm. And the world's view of strength is completely skewed. Yeah. On what it is to be strong. It's backwards. Strong, yep. Strong-willed, strong, you know, strong ego, strong personality, and then I said humility. Jesus was humble, but he was also very strong. Mm -hmm. I actually said strengthful. <laughs> I was like, that happened. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I knew you would. <laughs> yeah, so we said, that, that sounds like a Randyism. Yeah. I like it. It's strengthful. Good. It's a good word. As we get closer to Christmas, I was thinking that we could you know, go off subject a little bit. And, well, actually, it was Tim's idea. So, And talk about Christmas and all the stuff that goes along with Christmas and the all the stuff that seems to happen around this time of year. A lot of people call the silly season. Yeah. It's the most depressing time of the year. Actually, <laughs> last night at Bible study, we were talking about that. We were talking about, or not Bible study at church, we were talking about um, how, like for some people, it's a very depressing time depressing. because it's especially like the lady across the street who recently lost her husband. It'll, she's completely alone. It'll be her first and I think they were married for years. Wow. And it'll yeah. be her first Christmas without him. So it's going to be pretty hard. So it's to, to me, every year, and especially like around Mother's Day or Father's Day, things like that, I always try to pray for those that have lost like a spouse or a loved one, child. Parent. Parent. Mm -hmm. Because it's very hard. Like for our family especially, it's really weird because our whole Christmas revolved around my, our mom and dad and hanging out with mom and dad. And, and it was a big deal it was a big deal to go to mom and dad's on christmas eve and we had a lot of fun and just since they've both been gone it's it's not that it's not fun it's just weird it's different and yeah. it, it, so I, i'm always praying for those that are especially like you, you said you got to look for different opportunities maybe yeah. you know to yeah. uh maybe bring other people into your your family circle so to speak and mm -hmm. and reach out and just look for other ways to find that uh 
that connection to the season. Absolutely. We had a, over Thanksgiving, we had um, my daughter-in-law's brother came in and they weren't going to come to our Thanksgiving and our family most of you know our family. <laughs> uh, we're just bring them on. Bring them. We always had home when when R- Randy was working downtown with the homeless. We always had homeless at our Christmas or Thanksgiving or you know. There's always somebody there that we didn't you know just bring them on because that's and that's the way we've always we've always done things. Just it doesn't matter you know. Fa- family is not necessarily blood. Right. Well, maybe the blood of Jesus. There you go. There you go. Not there just go. the blood of family. Right. So you know, the, I think the sad part is that so many people have no idea what Christmas is really about. I think you're right. And it's not the presence and it's not the how much can I get and it's not all about the like you said earlier the material things that it's not that's not what it's all about. Yeah, and even people that that celebrate in a church, I think a lot of times they don't really understand what they're you know, celebrating? Yeah, I mean if it, it's like that that video that you shared um that you played before church a couple oh, weeks last ago Saturday, yeah um that then the guy's like is this the same jesus in the manger that, that went to the cross and but unless you connect that oh you yeah. know the, the baby jesus it doesn't make sense unless you and you know the virgin birth is an amazing thing but you you have to look at it in the whole scope with the cross he went to the cross you know and and redeemed us back so that we we are that image of god that was created right you know all the way back in the garden and that was lost through sin and that's the whole great thing of the gift is that we've been bought back. We've been purchased by the blood of Christ. And it's and that the, the being born in the manger, a virgin birth, that's you know, it's all part of the part of the deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it's all part of the same picture. Same picture, yeah. yeah. So the the in every I think, you know, especially this time of year, at least before I was a Christian I would know that I would remember seeing the virgin birth and you know hearing or not seeing it obviously but seeing pictures you know of mm-hmm. the of the baby in the manger and seeing and and I knew what that was representing but I didn't know him and so to around this time it's it's i mean you, we we're inundated with you know G, you know all of the songs you know the christmas songs away in a manger all that kind of thing but you don't unless you know him Right. And you know what it truly signifies that he came. Emmanuel means God with us. Yes, means right. he came down. He came out of stepped out of heaven so that we could, you know, have everlasting life. Yeah. And wow. so from Christmas to all the way to the, you know, from the the, the cradle to the gra- to the grave to the cross. So. I like how some of the non-believers they sing the Christmas songs and they love them. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what they're singing about. Not at all. They they haven't made that connection. Right. But they love the songs. That's what I mean. That's so what it's I was, just like yeah. if you only knew what you were singing, and you try to witness to them, and they're like, "Nah, right. I don't need that." Right. I'm thinking you were just singing about them. I believe that song "Joy to the World" is actually a song about the coming of Christ, the second coming of Christ. Hmm. Joy to the world. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I think the. That really says it all because that sometimes that's what we have to look for is the, is Jesus coming and making things right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like our first encounter with Him. It made things right of all that nonsense we had in the past. You know, what were we going to do with that? What were we going to do with all that sin, all that baggage? No, you know, if you don't know Christ, you don't know what to do with it. Right. So and there's no hope. And yeah. all, all right. you're carrying so it you around. just carry it around all the time. Yeah, around, right. you, yeah you know? like you said, there's nowhere to get rid of it. Yeah, there's nowhere to get just, rid of it. It just so. keeps collecting. Right. <laughs> it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. Right. You know? mm. So the first coming of Christ in your life, so to speak, is you get rid of that that baggage and you get uh, um, kind of a, 
a, a, a weight lifted off you. And then this, when, when he comes to take us all home, that's going to be the joy. That is really going to, that's going to be the Christmas of Christmases uh, yeah. for sure. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I heard a really cool thing on the radio the other night. It was on a secular station and it was probably a whole 90 seconds of, of some, I don't know if they bought the airtime, but it was on Christ's birth and what it really means and what that he is our savior. And it was, uh, it was obviously a Christian. It was amazing. And it was on a secular station. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Wow. I mean, I'm sure, you know, and there's, people that get offended by everything these days mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is i'm sure somebody got offended by it but it was on it was it was really cool to hear it because it was talked about what what the virgin birth is all about and what him coming is all about and that he how why he came and that if we don't know him we're perishing and it was just like wow have you, have you noticed that nobody's really saying anything this year about merry christmas everybody's saying merry christmas mm-hmm. again Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I heard somebody the other day that said, somebody told me, um, not told me, but I saw somewhere that somebody else got mad or something. They said, dude, nobody ever got offended by the Merry Christmas. I'm like, I don't know where you were, but yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yeah, that, that always, I thought that's interesting that so many religious figures, and I won't mention them, but when you use, you could use their name and it's never offensive. Only the real, true God, Christ. Mm-hmm. That name is offensive. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. When yeah. you Jesus. When you say yeah. Jesus, people. Yeah, it gets a little. And and like somebody said earlier, the you know the gospel is offensive to those who are perishing. Or the yeah. cross yeah. is offensive. Yeah. Know. Well, uh, what is that? We had a guy that spoke one time. At oh, it's been a long time, but he said what he and he. Oh, I don't even remember his name now, but he was up there preaching, and he said, "Here's my thing." He said, "I've known a lot of atheists, and they get so angry." And so mad, and and all I said to shut him up was, "If God ain't real, why are you so mad, bro?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. It's like it's true. Why, if yeah. it's right. if it doesn't matter, why are you angry? You know, just go about your business and do your own thing. What else you got, Wilson? Oh, I was just looking mm-hmm. stuff up. He's got some fun facts. He yeah. does have fun facts. Yeah, you want a fun fact? Yeah, yeah. All right, tell, tell that one you told us. That was pretty good. Uh, okay, so. Um, you know, Jerusalem was the center of the the, uh, the Jewish faith. Mm-hmm. That's where they had the temple. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of sacrificing going on. I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of animals a year, sheep and, and different things like that, and lambs that had to be sacrificed. So where do they come from? I mean, there weren't factories like we have now. There weren't these big... Well, apparently, Bethlehem was the town of uh, that raised these chosen lambs that would be sent to Jerusalem. That was the, that was one of the things. What you know, they wow. have fishing villages. You have these kind of things. Well, Bethlehem was the the I don't want to call it the the the, the growing lot or whatever you call those 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 lots where you grow animals. A farm. A farm. <laughs> <laughs> a a uh, lamb farm. A feed lot or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they would take them from Bethlehem and transport them to Jerusalem for the sacrifice. Well, wow. fast forward to Jesus. Jesus, who was born in Bethlehem, right, and traveled up to Jerusalem to be what? Sacrificed. sacrificed. And wow. he's called the Lamb. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. It takes away the sin of the world, man. Yeah. yeah. So I've got, and I don't know that I've shared this on here before, but um, can I see your Bible real quick? Mm-hmm. There's a story in, in John, and it's John 20, I think it's... Verse 7. It's not a story, but it's talking about 
um, the, uh, so the, the leading up to it, it's Jesus has died, and it's the third day, and Peter and Mary and um, they're all going to the t- to the tomb, and they find the tomb is empty. Mm-hmm. And so when I read stuff, I'm like, I'm, I like to know why. Uh, there's a lot of, like, I'll say, well, okay, well, obviously every word in here, at least every word in the Bible is important. Mm-hmm. Every single, so I, I always, when, it come across, when I come across something that's like, why? Because obviously there's a point, there's a reason for it. So in John 27, actually it's, I'll start in 6, he said, Then Simon Peter, who was behind him, arrived and went into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head. The cloth was folded up by itself separate from the linen. So I'm like, why? So I started doing some research and I started looking at things and here's what I found. So back then the tradition was when it, when a master and a servant, when a master was being served dinner, um, the servant was to stay out of the way, completely out of the way and not to be seen basically. Um, and then when, if the, but if the master got up from the table, if his napkin was wadded up in a ball, he was like, I'm done. And that was the cue for the servant then to come clear the table. However, if it was folded neatly, it meant I'm coming back. Wow. So Jesus, by folding the, the and, and in some manuscripts it does say that not a claw, it says the napkin, his head napkin, that he folded it up and set it aside. He was saying, I'm coming back. Wow. Isn't that cool? Never heard that yeah. I love that. It is That's awesome. a good so fun do, fact. So you can't yeah. share that because I'm also sharing that at the end of the month when I do devotion for <laughs> so you can't steal it? No, you can't. Yeah, Not yet. Come on, man. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you do it on the day that I'm, <laughs> I'm supposed right. to do it, because the devotion comes before the come on, man. Well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that, uh, to me, that I, when I read that, I was just like, I mean, it was, Jesus. there's so many signs, and he says it in so many ways, I'm coming back, I'm coming in, but he all, there's also signs that he leaves i'm coming back i'm not you know i'm not done here yet. i'm not finished mm-hmm. is basically what he was saying there i'm not done so i'm you know that's an awesome one i like yeah. it i'm gonna check that one out that's good i like it i was thinking oh that you quoted a while ago emmanuel or it says emmanuel which means god, god, with, god with us god mm-hmm. with us right. and you think about way back in the garden god was with us and mm-hmm. then sin caused that separation where god like I'm not with you. Right. Yeah. Um, and then G- Jesus going to the cross re- restored that back so that God is with us now, not only with us, but you know, we, he's given us a Holy Spirit mm-hmm. inside us. And what a gift, man. Randy's leaving us. That is it. You know Finally. what? And it's, and it's amazing to, <laughs> to think about. So here's – we were in a Bible study once a long time ago, and it, it kind of – and I don't know – it rocked my world when somebody was saying, well, I mean, imagine – of course, it's they're three in one, but they're three, you know, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Imagine the three of them having the meeting that, hey, we've got to do something about the world. The world is, you know, who – and Jesus saying, I'll go. Mm. And to me, just picturing that – I mean, I don't even know if that's the, really the way it happened, but but Jesus saying, "I'll go." Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, and they probably put up on there. This is what's going to happen to whoever goes. Let's talk about that. You know, <laughs> this is what has to yeah. happen. Yeah, they blah, all. Blah, blah. Yeah, they knew. And they're all standing there, and they're like, "Okay, who's going to step up?" And Jesus says, "I'll go." I'll do there it. you go. I'll do it. I'll mm-hmm. go. And he went, knowing that we're going to fall down and screw up and mess up. And it, the times. number of people that reject him and yeah. mock him and 
make a mockery of what he is and who he is and i wouldn't do it i don't but i'm, I'm not god so well you used a, a little bit ago you talked about um jesus um coming back or mm -hmm. um returning with that napkin story and things mm -hmm. like that well, i did a um a little mini sermon on uh, psalm 23 Mm. So I kind of picked it apart a little bit. In the last verse, it's Psalm 23, verse 6, Surely goodness and love will follow me all, all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. Well, you look up, um, I will dwell actually means I'll return. I will return to the house of the Lord. So, um, so it's kind of, so the way I kind of pictured that is when you start with Genesis, I think it's in 3, the fall of man, all the way to... Uh, oh, that's uh, good. Revelation 20, 22, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, everything in between there is us trying to return back to what it was supposed to be like, you know, dwelling with the Lord, dwelling, you know, just being with Him and, and, and worshiping Him. So, mm -hmm. uh, returning. Returning, that's returning, good. Returning, yeah. That's good. So, what is it? Oh, so, I know, and I've heard it before, but the, He leads me beside still waters. Do you remember the, and yeah. the sheep story and the. Right. I, what, what, what I read into that when I was doing my research was that uh, one of the analogies that they said was back in the day, okay, we're talking, you know, the ancient times, you couldn't just go up to a spigot and, and, and fill a cup of water, especially if you're out in the, in, in the, in the fields tending, whatever. So you uh, would go to the, the nearest water source. And sometimes that was a, a, a running stream of some sort. Well, if the stream is a raging river, chances are you're not going to you're not going to get too close to it to get a drink. It's much more difficult to get refreshed at a raging river, but a still, a still one, it's easier to get closer to, and that's kind of what he's talking about here a little bit. It's just it's calming. You can get refreshed in a calming way. You don't have to fight it. You don't have to be afraid of it. You can just uh, approach it with calm. That's. I also read somewhere that the the when sheep mm -hmm. are brought to water, if it's running water, they'll die of thirst because they won't drink from a running running water and they and they something about they go in and their their wool gets wet and they drown mm. but if it's if it's still water then right yeah i just thought that was cool too i love it mm -hmm. so i think we've used up our 30 minutes already guys so we covered from birth to death <laughs> <laughs> and coming back and coming back, and coming back. Yeah. yeah so guys i'm glad you got to join us hopefully val will be well, thank you pray for, for her. allowing yeah. I hope she's feeling better. I hope yeah. she's feeling better. Yeah, pray for mm -hmm. her so she gets a feeling better and can come back and I can get rid of all these boys. Although it has been fun. <laughs> a little different, eh? A little different, yeah. So Jesus loves you. He's crazy about you. Tell somebody about Jesus this week, guys. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for having us. That's all. Is like a